and welcome to another episode of the Corgi Town USA podcast. As always, I am Candy, owner of this podcast and lifestyle brand. In my lap, it's Chuckles, our spokes, Korg. Hi, I'm Catherine, and somewhere around here is my son, Digby. Your first son? My first son. And we are so lucky today because we have in-person guests. If you follow Bacon on any of the socials or you've seen him on some of his very, very famous um, TV segments, this is the wonderful Bacon, and that's his mom, Ginger. Welcome, guys. We're happy to be here. (laughs) If you are listening and not viewing, we highly recommend you go over to our YouTube page so that you can see Bacon and how he's taking up Ginger's entire lap. <laughs> not only is he taking up Ginger's entire lap, he's dressed better than Ever, all, all of us all of us put together. He's really. a fashionista. He's, he's, he is a and fashionista. he's currently drooling on your leg. Yeah, it's fine. He's not. We, yeah, yeah, no, there's no wet spot. I'm know, good. Give it a few minutes. You're good. Okay. We wouldn't have it any other way, though. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Everything I own. Well, let's. So, we wanted to bring you guys in. Um, if you have been following us for the last four seasons, John was our very first guest. That is Bacon's cord dad and Ginger's husband. And he was helping us with traveling with your corgi. And we thought that was a really good segment. And so, we wanted to talk about the fabulous Bacon and kind of the history here, why we're um, lucky enough to know you guys and get to hang out with you guys and call yeah. you friends. Um, Ginger, tell us at you, your first. Or what, I don't think it was your first, Colton was not your first corgi. No, I had um, Harley, who was a half corgi, half, I think, chihuahua mix, more, or maybe three-quarter corgi. And I had him when I met John. Oh. So, yeah. So, and John had actually never had a dog before. So when he was, like, dating me, he was kind of dating Harley at the same time. You converted him. I did, Into yeah. the ways of the corg. <laughs> the ways had, of the corg. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was our uh, that was his first dog experience. So oh, that's oh wow, so sweet. Well, and then so there's Colton. Yeah, and Colton is actually how we got to know each other because I had Lilo, my first corgi, and you arranged meetups. You had the corgi club. Yeah, we used to do a bunch of indoor. It's so hot in Arizona in the summer, so we would do a bunch of the indoor um, corgi meetups through corgi club with Colton, my original like all corgi boy, and then um, Aspen who is not as friendly with people, but still she was always there in spirit for all of those meetups. She's discerning. She's yes. a very discerning. Corgi. John's other wife. John, oh, John's <laughs> other wife. Wow. Oh my goodness. The one he prefers. <laughs> well, we're, uh, if you have been lucky enough and you guys travel all over, so I'm sure a lot of our audience that's listening or viewing might know Bacon and have gotten to meet Ginger and um, meet the wonderful family. And so maybe you have, but if you have not been to one of um, Bacon's awesome parties, this guy throws some ragers. He tries. He definitely tries. That's for sure. He's yeah. definitely the life of the, well, he doesn't look like the life <laughs> of the party right now, but generally speaking, he's the life of the party. He's a little tired from school. Well, yes, Aww. he was in school today. Well, and there are also uh, five other corgis here running around, giving him a run for his money. <laughs> he was that's... enjoying that. He was enjoying that. That's right. That's right. And Bacon, what were you in school today for? Oh, he goes uh, for like canine enrichment stuff. So he, mm. he has fun. He loves it. But then he comes home and he's exhausted. He does. Well, they do brain games and stuff there. Which is, yeah, yeah which is really fabulous um, for these for these guys. They yeah. need it. They, they working yeah. breed. They need to have all those little, <laughs> all those little brain cells put to work. Oh, I, I, were those protesting? 
It was just like a, I do what I want, girl. And, <laughs> Mom, why are you making me do this? God. <laughs> Can you put your head up, buddy? Come here. Well, <laughs> I want to talk about, um, if you're comfortable about talking about um, Colton mm -hmm. and um, what happened, just to say how bacon came to be, you know, how bacon came into your life. Sure. Yeah. We, Colton is, is my forever dog. He's my heart dog. And yeah. um, I had him I actually, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he was talking. Sorry. You know, corgis are talking. <laughs> Um, wouldn't be a corgi podcast without it <laughs> yeah no we had aspen and colton um we had aspen originally and then i got colton um and he um we that's how we kind of started corgi club with them and then um colton ended up getting very sick he had um a bunch of stuff wrong he had a um what is it called a uh a tumor that we ended up having to go up to UC Davis to try to wow. have um, removed. It was a long process. It took forever to find it um, and ended up, they were one of the only veterinary places and they're a teaching hospital. They were one of the only places that could even attempt that surgery. And we went up there and spent three weeks up there. He, they did the surgery. It was a successful um, tumor removal, but it was an open surgery. They had to, like cut him all the way open to do it. And he had um, a lot of complications from it. He had a, a grade five kidney injury and ended up getting sepsis. And we lost him um, in March of 2020. So that was horrific. It was right when the um, pandemic was starting. So we were up in California for that and we had to come back and we were, I was going to take some time and just kind of wait. Um, but my mom and John, knew better. And, um, about two weeks after we came home from California, this little guy arrived from Ohio. My mom, um, is a, she breeds other dogs. And so she had a breeder friend that contact that, um, put her in contact with the breeder in Ohio. And with a lot of work, um, he ended up, it was during the pandemic. So it was like dry. Our pet nanny had to drive from, um, wherever they lived in like Chicago, they had to drive to Ohio and then ended up flying out here. And he got here um, at the end of March of 2020. You were a wow. road, road tripper from the get-go, buddy. Yeah, he was yeah. used to planes from the beginning. <laughs> and how did we come up with the name Bacon? Um, he got the name Bacon because Bacon was Colton's absolute favorite food in the entire world. <laughs> and, you know, food names are kind of fun with corgis. And it, at the time, he, you can't now he's a ginormous beast, but when he was, when I got him, he was this little tiny, very, very dark red dog. And it kind of looked like a little bacon strip. So it fit very well. Now he's 38 pounds. So now he's a, he's a pack of bacon. Now. Yes. Now he is a, a very a pack long of, pack, of, pack bacon. of bacon. Yeah. Are you a pack of bacon? I, I love the fact, uh, for those of you who are not uh, watching on the YouTube channel, and I, I don't know if our camera has picked them up. Um, Bacon's outfit is, it, he has a lot of blue and orange, and uh, Ginger has orange and purple, and there's some amount of purple in, oh, in yeah. Bacon's in Bacon's little outfit. It's like mom and child are all matchy-matchy. Well, those are team just, colors, right? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. him. That's his design. That's Bacon. And, yeah. Bacon yeah. is on his clothes. Yeah, That's Bacon is on Bacon's clothes. Bacon, it's just... Bacon Booker, his, he, he has no shame. He's all about promoting <laughs> his brand. <laughs> well, we did, and one of my... Uh, one of the funniest stories I think to tell is Bacon does a lot of media because he's a famous guy and he gets around and um, you guys were so kind to invite us to do the Bacon Booker last year for Rally the Valley. 
for um, yeah channel 12 the phoenix for the phoenix suns and so we had a handful of our corgi friends well chuckles here is used to doing the so cute I was so embarrassed. He's used to doing the podcast. So when he sees cameras and mics, he's like, oh, I know what to do. I crawl in mom's lap and we do this. He's used to me saying, come on, Chuckles, and we get started. Well, so the anchor, he just crawled up. (laughs) Jumped on Scotty's lap and was like, I'm ready. (laughs) And that poor guy, his suit was covered in fur. Like I said, I'm so sorry, but he was a really good sport about it. He's like, it's the best day at work ever. But I was so embarrassed because everybody's like, oh, which one's bacon? Is this bacon? I'm like, that's not bacon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to go in the shot. And like, I mean, he's trying to take over. This is bacon shot. Chug, but Chuckles, my little pup assist over there trying to take over. It was awesome. Well, <laughs> it you know. was awesome. But it is, it is, does warm my heart though, that like Chuckles loves bacon. So you'll see meetups and stuff. When you, I end up snapping pictures, he's always almost always want to be right by him like he's always by him and it's so sweet to me he's so personable chuckles is always all over where the people are at our little parties he's like you're a star let's be friends yeah (laughs) it's i i i like watching um you know how especially chuckles party how um some dogs you know hung out with other dogs and then some dogs were like uh, can i can i get can i give but if i just (laughs) <laughs> just like kids just like kids. it's it's hysterical and it is some of our it's so funny because then you have like the dogs like chuckles and bacon that i wish that i had the amount of confidence and self-esteem <laughs> that they do because they can just like walk into any situation I'm like hey i'm here You're like not like you know oh would it be okay because i'm the one that would walk up and be like hi i'm they just like walk in like I have arrived. I own own the place. (laughs) I have arrived. And and of course, I have the child that goes and plays and then three minutes later realizes, wait, where's my mom? Where's my mom? Oh, you didn't abandon me, mommy. Thank you. And then he goes and plays. And then. Not a bad thing, though. No. It's not a bad thing how in tune he is. Like, Chuckles would find a new family in a minute. I feel like. (laughs) He'd be like, you're a lot more fun and you're probably going to feed me more things I want. He's got it pretty good. I'm not sure. I think John always jokes that if anyone ever took bacon, that they would bring him back because he is very high maintenance. <laughs> so he goes out and finds everyone, but then he'll come back. And if someone Aww. ever took him, like they might love him for a couple days and then they'd be like, oh my God, this dog is so much work. Take it, take it back, take it back. Take it back. <laughs> yes. That's funny. My mother used to say that about me. If anybody ever kidnapped me, I said, somebody's going to kidnap me someday and you'll be sorry. And my mother's like, no, they're going to take you back, kid. They're going to take you back. <laughs> To, to be fair, you are a handful. I am a handful. <laughs> I am quite the handful. And so is my dog. Yeah, it fits. It fits. Yeah. And I love these stories. Um, and thank you for sharing that. I know it was really hard, but um, I just wanted everybody to know kind of how baking got into existence. And I know you get asked about your Instagram handle. So, and we'll share that actually on the banner, but it's um, Corgi Club Colton. Yeah. And I think you've gotten questions before where they're like, wait, what's bacon's Instagram? And they don't expect, you know, and you have to kind of go through all that. And yeah, we're never changing it. It's gotta stay yeah. cool. Yeah, right. Absolutely. The bacon's in the bio, but yeah, I gotta keep it. Gotta keep it, my OG. Yeah, one hundred percent, because he has a legacy. But um, I like to, I like for people to know, you know, how how they come into an existence in our lives and kind of how we live this lifestyle. And I feel like, you know, our audience, dear listener, dear viewer, you're like us. Like we were talking earlier about how these. We don't just love our pets. We're emotionally dependent on them. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's like, and it seems like there's a certain breed of people 
pun completely intended, that fully understand what that means, like fully understand what that means, that that's not, no, I don't just love my pet. You don't understand my existence and my happiness and my well-being depends on them being here with me and safe 100%. and happy. Yeah, of course. And Ginger, how many outfits does <laughs> Bacon own? I saw, I saw uh, costume a costume changes yeah. at uh, the birthday party we were at. Oh yeah, always. I think I could get uh, committed if I actually <laughs> counted and gave a number on that because he took over and and has a bunch of Colton's old stuff, and then he, I mean, he has more than probably my husband myself and i could probably throw my mom who i don't live with but her stuff in it's ridiculous it's an entire <laughs> room plus my stuff in my closet so i i couldn't even give you a number but way too many <laughs> how do you keep it like straight how do you organize it um it's in i mean so, some of the stuff is seasonal so like he'll have you know different i have costumes in like a thing but then he's got so much christmas stuff that that has its own thing easter all the holidays are separate and then just like formal stuff it's ridiculous and then he has hats <laughs> and then he has sunglasses two giant drawers filled with sunglasses and then the band bandanas and bow ties are insane i and then just props it's not too much t-shirts tank tops button up shirts it yeah <laughs> I, I yeah bacon definitely has more clothes than i do oh yeah for sure. i feel i'm feeling a little jealous right now oh i am jealous like <laughs> all the mail that comes to my office literally like i i get bills like invoices for my work stuff and then everything that's fun i mean even the girl <laughs> at the front desk is like bacon got more mail like, yeah, of course did. <laughs> does bacon get fan mail yeah, yeah and brands and stuff so he's spoil rotten yeah. and then i buy him a bunch of stuff so you know you can't help it with a face like that, you can't help it. You guys know how it is. You say, oh, we're done. We're not going to get any more of that. And then you do. Yeah. I have no resolve. Cat has some resolve. I have Just some like, resolve, but. You're like, you're smiled. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I, need anything else. I'm done. Oh, me, yeah. mama. For, for, oh, me. Yeah. No, he <laughs> he doesn't. He eats everything. He destroy. <laughs> he's a little destructo child. He really is. He's destructo child. So you so. got to keep buying it then. No. No, I don't. <laughs> Well, the rocks and then there was the rock. Uh, yeah, well, there was there was that removed. whole rock incident. So there was there was that. Um, well, maybe if you bought him stuff, he wouldn't eat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Corgi advocate over here. So, <laughs> in all fairness, apparently some uh, bacon fat actually. Uh, when we were smoking bacon earlier in the year, uh, not you, bacon. Don't get nervous. <laughs> like, don't get nervous. It uh, it it dripped. Uh, onto the rocks, and oh. this one licked and licked, and then decided that perhaps that was a piece of bacon. Not you, sweetheart. Please don't get nervous. And uh, yeah, and so there we were in the in the ER. That's Such as like I buy him stuff. I know you do. I've given you a hard put, time. I put little shoes on him. He hates it. I put little outfits on him. He hates it. He likes naked. Yeah. yeah, that bacon from the moment that he arrived here in Arizona in March, my my mom and John got him. They brought him to me already wearing a sweater. So he, <laughs> it was destined. Like if, my mom was like, "If you're gonna be her dog, bro, you gotta <laughs> you gotta do this. This is gonna be part of the deal. You gotta rock the runway, bro. You'll be spoiled rotten, but you gotta do it." <laughs> I think the only outfit I'm I'm getting for Digby is gonna be next year getting the uh, the tartan. To match his his daddy's tartan oh for the goodness, yeah right. the wedding tartan that's it. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I hear the protest. Yeah, is that I, protest? Yeah, that's that is like I am 
not. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry. About that. That's okay. This is a da- this is daily on the podcast. This is daily. We lose equipment all the time. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So uh, there's a protest. You know, I'm not wearing a skirt. It's not a skirt. See what you kilt. started. See what you started. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, so let's talk about. Um, so a day in the life of bacon. Um, you're very busy. You have a very busy work life, and um, we know that you're very busy with the corgi stuff that you do and his activities and traveling. What does a day in the life of bacon look like? Um, I guess it depends on if we're traveling or not. If it's a day that we're here, um, it could be him getting up, going on his walk, having his breakfast, and then maybe going to school. Um, and he's there for usually from like nine to two. Um, they do all kinds of activities there. It's like kid school. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like canine enrichment. He loves that. He gets to play with friends. They have recess. So, and I get pictures and little videos throughout the day of him doing stuff. So that's really fun. Um, and then a lot of times I pick him up. He always has a snack. We go home. I do some work. He usually has to have a nap. Sometimes we do park. We do a park meetup at least once a week up at Chaparral. So we'll go do that. Sometimes that's the same day, depending on if it, corresponds with the school day and then we always go have um do like dinner with whoever goes to the park afterwards um and if it's burger time yeah he loves his little puppy patties and if it's travel then it could be for my work but i always try to incorporate something fun in for him so we know a lot of everyone knows with social media it seems like all you meet all these friends that you have are actually your instagram friends right we end up even if i work we try to coordinate seems like every state we know somebody so we'll try to meet up at a dog park or a pool or something and try to let them play and let him see his friends around a state we've made so many awesome friends that way his birthday party had so many people that were from other states that um wow like we had met from instagram and yeah it's just it's he's very very outgoing. You got bros in different area codes. And, yeah. and well, yeah, and girls. And, <laughs> as other people have said, bros and. Yeah. And the other one. And the other one. Hey, Rico Suave. But if you're listening to this, Brinkley, his heart belongs to you, Aww. sweetheart. Ollie and Brinkley. <laughs> yeah. We can't forget Brinkley. They're in California. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, just saw her this weekend. She came out for a Bark at the Park. Yeah. We, got to, we got to do that. Should have brought Digby. It would have been fun. Bark at the park. Yeah. yeah. He would have been barking at the park. They all like did. Yeah. <laughs> gosh, you, you mean this this past weekend when I was in school all day, yeah, every day? Yeah. Um, so I both of you are far more social than I am uh with the dogs. How does that translate to your own friends, your own social life? Has that increased your social life? Do we have non-corgi friends? I don't have a (laughs) social life outside of, I mean, they're my friends too, but I made them through bacon. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. We, (laughs) you know, we all, yeah, we all have friends through something. Um, and so you're a social engineer, Kat. I'm a social engineer. I, I don't, I don't socialize as much with with Digby as I do with other things. And so I have friends through other things. And what I'm wondering is beyond, um, in, and I guess I'm asking this question for our dear listener, dear viewer out there who is kind of on their own and they've got the dog and they may be a little shy. They may be a little, you know, whatever, a little hesitant. So uh, yes, your friends end up being, you know, if you, when you have children, your friends being, 
your friends end up being the other moms and dads. When you have corgis, is it that same feeling where, where the parents are an extension, not only of the dog, but it also yeah. helps you to make friends and socialize? I think so. I agree. I yeah. think so much of that, I wouldn't have met 90% of the people that I consider friends if it wasn't for dogs. I And even my friends that are not corgi friends, none of them, um, they barely socialize with me if it's not, I mean, he <laughs> is a part of all of it. Yeah. yeah. Like right. whether he's with us at a meeting or he travel on my work trips, he travels with us. Like, and they know that outside of, you know, I, I do love Alabama football and I love the Phoenix Suns, but other than that, everything I talk about is the dogs. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I know what you're saying, Kat, because I feel like we have some friends like that in our circle that um, either had moved from other places or maybe didn't have a big circle as it were. And then <laughs> they started joining and our dogs became friends and now they're our friends. So, yeah, I mean, that is very much a thing. I, I think there's so, like examples I could even think of in like the group of people that come out to a lot of the pool parties and stuff that we do that, you know, there's, his good friend Kilo, Kilo's mom, um, moved here from Ohio oh, and, right. yeah. and didn't, um, I mean, not that she can't meet people. She met people through her job, but sure. it definitely, I think she would even tell you helped her like, oh, wow, you know, <laughs> Kilo met all these people and was think, another channel. Yeah. Yeah. And then other people, you know, even <laughs> other people that come out to the park have said, you know, oh, this is so great because now I'm, you know, actually meeting people and getting out and it's the dogs are a great way to have that happen. Yeah, I agree. And, but to see, there's also that thing that um, these wonderful people understand our level of crazy. This is true. This is true. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, uh, parents, parents with human babies understand that <laughs> level of crazy and, it, and what the uh, life and, is like and what the life is like. It just, I, I, I kind of want to encourage our, um, our listeners and viewers that if you're, if, if you've got your, your little fur baby, um, and you're kind of feeling lonely and you're feeling like, Hmm get out there there's a ton of stuff certainly on join a meetup join a meetup certainly unless you're in oklahoma city because doggy flu is going around right now oh okay from our oh, previous well. guest yeah. yeah 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 yes but yeah and under normal circumstances definitely check with your vet but yeah you i like that that's good advice i mean that's a they're a great way to keep us social they're a very social breed and to your point cat i have friends in other circles i'm into cars i'm into music yes, i have yes. musician friends and and some of them get my crazy, but nobody quite gets my crazy like the corgi people. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because we're all of that same crazy. Absolutely. So you had you had corgi mix before Colton. How did you get into corgis? What inspired you to to get a corgi in the first place? Um, I always liked corgis. I always thought they were adorable. I got Harley when I was in college, and um, that was just kind of what was available. He had a corgi look, but you know, everyone's broke in college, so you yeah. take what you get. And I <laughs> fell in love. He was the last puppy left, and I fell in love with him, and he was amazing. I had him for 11 years. Um, oh. and then, um, when we lost him, you know, we definitely, anyone who has a dog or has had a dog knows that feeling of just that you can't coming home is you don't want to be home. It's yeah, so true. sad and so miserable when you don't have that. And so John and I had always said that we would get another dog. Um, and ironically we had been up in California, we were at Seaport village, um, and saw some corgis and he was like, Hey, that's what the full corgis I could hike with. Cause they were a little bigger. Harley was a little bit smaller. And so he was like, that's what, you know, we, we should do that. And so that's how we ended up with Aspen and, um, she became his dog so quickly that, um, and I've always kind of had boy dogs. Like I picked Aspen. So that was my, 
my choice, but I think everything kind of happened for a reason with that because she's been the perfect dog for him. And so then we ended up and they're like potato chips. It's hard to have like just one, I think. Well, maybe you can. well, yeah, Candy's got the whole <laughs> candy has multiple bags of chips. Yes. I can't stop. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, so then they, I, you, how can you see one and not fall in love with them? And so that's, we ended up with Aspen and then Colton. And then I feel like once you go Corgi, it's hard to not keep going to Corgi. <laughs> once you go Corgi, you never go, go back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I grew up with dogs and we had um, a, the first Corgi I had ever seen when I was in high school. My aunt had, she says, I'm going to get a dog today. And we had a lab, wonderful lab named Mace. And um, that's who I lived with in high school. And she says, I'm going to get a dog today. And she comes home with, you know, they go through a funny stage where they're adolescents where it just like all dogs do things grow in different right. places, but corgis are exceptionally funny in the adolescent stage because <laughs> so they, awkward. yeah, they're like their backs grow first and nothing else or their ears. And you're like, are you okay? What is that? Yeah. And so that was the stage that she brought Kira home in. That was her corgi. And she comes home and this dog is sitting on the armchair. And I said, that's the dog you picked up? And she said, yeah. And it was really funny. I mean, I'm, obviously I'd never say that now, but I was like, what is that? She said, it's a corgi. I said, what? She said, a corgi. corgi. And I said, she's really funny looking. And she's like, I know. <laughs> but then of course we fell in love with her. She was absolutely amazing and she was wonderful. And then I worked in, um, I worked for a cell phone store in college and this lady was one of my customers and she's like, oh, you guys have a corgi. She was looking at their phones with a picture on it. And, she, and I said, yeah. She's like, oh, I breed corgis. I was like, really? You do? Hello. <laughs> yeah. I think we're friends now. And so that was, that was my Lilo, which is like your Colton. That's my absolute heart. Maybe I carry him with me every day. And, yeah. um, but yeah, that's, they're just, they're so special and they're so amazing. And so I always love to ask how people, um, you know, got started with them. But I know also one of the things that I, that is fun to tell people is those of us that had them before they were sort of in vogue mm -hmm. before they yeah. cut on, that was the conversation. People would say it's a really interesting looking dog. What kind of dog is that? People are so crazy. Like we had yeah. when I'd be walking through because I go to other states all the time. Yeah. And so they're not, I feel like California, Arizona, kind of out here, they're catching on a lot quicker than right. so I would be back in like North Carolina. And I think it was in the Charlotte airport, somebody, and he was serious. This guy <laughs> comes up to me and he's like, What what is that? I'm like, oh, his name's Colton. He's a corgi. Did you like? have his legs operated on and make them shorter like what kind of person are you i'm like no that's the breed like <laughs> that's how they come out of the package he thought i had like cut them down. cosmetic surgery like yeah. yeah yeah all four of them we just they, they had a you know two for or four for two special we just did all of them like but he was dead serious and they just hadn't seen him back there yeah well that's what <laughs> bacon's protesting <laughs> Yeah, we and I remember that was always oh he's really interesting. You know, what is this? A court a what? You know, and, oh, you know, like the Queen's dogs. Like, oh, I thought she had Dotsons. Well, she does have those too. Yeah. But now we have the paparazzi where you can't go anywhere. And actually, oh my, my friend God. Marvin, he he, yeah. he really got a good taste of that because the first time we went anywhere, that was when I had Lilo. Right. And so we had these three corgis and we're on the pier in San Diego, and he's like, Woman, you cannot go anywhere because every time there would be this swath of people that were taking pictures and petting and loving them. And that's the paparazzi. They they have the star quality. They have oh, the yeah. star quality. Now, very funny story. A couple of years ago, we went up to uh, Jerome. Eric and I went up to Jerome with the dogs, uh, Wigan and Digby. Dearly and departed Wigan. Dearly departed Wigan. And um, <laughs> so people came up to Wigan 
a cattle dog <laughs> and they ignored Digby. Well, you have never seen anyone so insulted yeah. in his life. He's I'm like, there they. but I, I, but Corgi, but he's like, I'm a star. I'm always I, the star. And Wigan is, you know, is, is kind of a shy, laid back little doggy. And it was just the funniest thing. They're like, this never happens to us. That's no, like people will like come running up to you, like crying, like, oh, like people in cars, like, wait, wait, stop. And stop and traveling. Yep. Running up to you. It drive, <laughs> my mom breeds French bulldogs. And so how I ended up with corgis, but it drives her. She's gotten used to it. But with Colton, <laughs> when, we, when she would travel, she'd come out to California to see the beach sometimes. And she would just, she'd have an adorable puppy with her, like a hey, super cute yeah. French puppy. But people would be like, oh, he's Cute Frenchie. Oh my God. And she's like, what the heck? Like, why are you doing this? Yep. It's an overshadowing. She's used to it now. But it's just something about corgis. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Well, they make our lives whole. That's for sure. They do. Well, I think Bacon's getting a little surly. We're going to let him run around with the corgi committee and not keep you guys all night. But thank you so much for coming to the studio thank and you telling indeed. us the oh, story. Yeah. And we're so uh, grateful to be friends with you guys and be a part yeah. of this little community. And we love and cherish both of you. And yes. just grateful that you came in to tell our audience uh, all about ba a day in the life of Bacon. Oh, no worries. Thank you for having us on. We yeah. feel the same way. Oh, so sweet. Well, we're here oh. for you every week. Um, new episodes, uh, training, grooming, life of corgis, health of the breed, um, all things for parents, corgi lifestyle. If you liked this video, please like and subscribe. Follow us on the socials, Corgi Town USA. <laughs> We're going to go let these doggies run around and not That's stick right. them in front of the camera. So from Candy, Cat, Ginger and Bacon. Yes. And Chuckles, Mortimer, Booger, Hammer, Digby, the Corgi Committee. That's we'll right. see you next week. See you next week. Bye.